0: Mayday! Mayday! This is an emergency!
1: Hello, and welcome to The Backside of Disney, a very special podcast that will take you on adventures through the jungle, reviewing your favorite Walt Disney World parks and attractions. I am your skipper here, Mohawk Mouse, and today we will be talking about the things coming and going in Walt Disney World. I'd like to introduce my mom and dad as our co-skippers here.
0: Hey, hey everyone. <laughs> everyone.
1: <laughs> the first thing we want to talk about are is the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom game, which sadly we will say due to the decreasing popularity in the game, Disney will be doing away with this very wonderful game. If you do not know what Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is, it is a game where you go to the Main Street Fire Station go to the get desk, scan your park ticket and your or and or your magic band and would we'll receive your cards in a map and decide where you'll start. and you would go along where Merlin told you and use your magic spell cards to defeat Disney villains and this will be going away January 24 2021. I'm very sad and I'd like for you to say how you feel about this game going away.
0: Well, it's a game that uh, I think we pretty much consistently played at the Magic Kingdom ever since you were really little. Um, It's two parts. There's the actual act of playing the game, and then you have tons of collectors who just collect the cards because they're super cool. Um, So yeah, I'm kind of bummed that it's going away. I, I think the replacement is supposed to be like games you play on the app. I don't know if that's a replacement. What do you think, Mom?
1: No, not a replacement. Yeah, I mean,
2: I like Sorcerer's Stone because it's part of the things that we do every trip. Like, we know that we're going to come in and one of the first places we're going to stop is the fire station. And then uh, Dad and you are going to go do a couple of the spells Well, I'm either getting Starbucks or going to the bathroom or going into Pandora. So it's kind of... I know exactly what we're gonna do when we start in. Um, and during the pandemic, the first time we went back, it was like a good thing to do because there weren't that many uh, lines. And so it was a good time film, um, but I'm not as excited about it as y'all are. Um, we'll see how the app is.
1: I'm, all, I'm very sad personally. Because I just got into it, and I was just, like, getting into the lands, and I'm like, wait a second, I just finished two lands. I try and do a land every time I go, and now that I hear this news, I'm like, why? I'll never get the chance to finish this game.
0: Yeah, they did. They, unlike Disney, I think they abruptly announced they were canceling it. I think the announcement was... Maybe a week ago, and they announced it was going to end on, like, January, what, 24th? Which is only a few days away. Um, Normally, you would know about something going away, like, almost a year in advance or so. So, I mean, that kind of sucks, too.
2: I mean, I also can't understand, like, why they're taking them away. They already have all the portals mapped out in Magic Kingdom. If they're worried about cost savings because of the pandemic, like... I can't imagine that they're spending uh you know hundreds of thousands of dollars on sorcerer cards and maps um or staff i mean they have to have staff to run that section of it too um but it could just be part of them trying to make sure that um, most activities that people are doing in the park are happening on the app
1: a lot of the a lot of the like i think it came out in 2012 so i think it A little outdated, and Disney said that they were getting rid of it due to decreasing popularity, even though I think it's a very good game.
2: I think a lot of people don't know about it either. Like, if you don't read about Disney and study up on Disney before you go, then you might not even know about the Sorcerer's Cards, unless you see somebody else doing it.
1: I think they have, like, little posters as you move in, and it's like, help Merlin save... The kingdom, at when you like uh, at the entrance, but I'm not sure if a lot of people look at those people, posters either.
2: I mean, people probably think it also costs money because like all the other scavenger hunts cost money. So
1: other than Wilderness Explorers, but yeah, or, we're not talking or sorcerers. About
2: that, no. I hope they don't take away Wilderness Explorers.
1: Yeah, they won't. Everybody loves Wilderness Explorers, and it's also very good for educational. They like brag about it. And a lot of their, like, TV shows and stuff.
0: Well, for me, I mean, dated or not dated, I think there's something that's way more magical about having something physically in your hand, like the card to power the game um, and go through it, rather than, like, doing something on your mobile device while you're in the park, where a lot of people are, like, I think intentionally trying not to have their face stuck in their device if they're not, like, trekking from FastPass to FastPass. So... I don't know. I'll be sad to see it go, but who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll just announce that they're going to upgrade it and have something similar that's even cooler.
1: Even though it is eight years, maybe even nine, like close to nine years old, uh, it's still pretty high tech. Like, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter has that same type of stuff, and it came out years later.
0: It's
1: true. Well, it's time to move on. And the next thing that we're going to talk about is another Walt Disney World service that is going away. That is the Magical Express. A bus (sighs) service that will take you to your resort hotel from the airport and also includes taking all your airport luggage to your resort hotel. But the... But the company who runs the Magical Express mirrors will still be providing buses to your Disney hotels, and Disney will be installing a bright line that will take you to Disney Springs, and from there you can take a bus to your resort hotel. This is also a very sad thing to hear from Disney, and I also like to hear what our co-skippers have to say.
0: Well, um, I guess for the Magical Express i mean i'm kind of bummed about it you know about half the time that we go to walt disney world we fly in and a big benefit of that is we don't have to worry about figuring out transportation to go anywhere whether it's going from the airport to the parks and the resorts or just getting around the resort once you get there um sure sometimes you have to wait you know a while (laughs) we've had trouble with the magical express in the past but I think it maybe was more with the airlines with losing some baggage, but um, you know I'll be sad to see it go. I know they're going, there's talks about Mir still offering a service to Walt Disney World, but I'm sure that will be at a cost. And also uh, there is um, the Brightline um, high-speed rail expansion that is going to be moving um, or adding a stop at Disney Springs from MCO from the uh, Orlando airport so you know I'm sure that will also come with, at cost but it's also not quite as convenient as just dropping you out at the front door of your resort um, one benefit from Magical Express is you never you know once you check your bags you never have to see them again like you don't have to you know drag them on and off the buses or drag them to your hotel like They would just show up in your hotel room hours later. Um, I don't think that would be the same thing with Brightline or even the Mirrors bus service. I think you're gonna have to trek everywhere with your bags. (laughs) Um, And the connection at Disney Springs leads me to believe that you would have to get your bags off the train, probably onto a second bus to get you to your resort, unless they make some changes.
1: It seems very hard to get your luggage off. Onto a bus. Walk all the way through Disney Springs. I'm in denial that anybody would think about this. Denial. The river. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a skipper. I mean, <laughs> I what do they want us it? to
0: do? Walk for Niles and Niles and Niles with our back?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, I'll say this. You know, all we know right now is that they're uh, announced that they're ending the service after 2021. So there's a whole year for them to announce better replacements or more news to come with, you know, how they plan to keep this a magical experience for airline travelers. Um, You know, with just this news considered, I'm pretty bummed, but who knows what they might do.
1: The best thing I could think of is a people mover, moving from the train, So the buses or the train being like right next to the buses.
0: Mm, I like that idea. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think the, I just think about being on like the subway and like in D.C. or something and getting off the airplane and trying to catch the subway with my luggage and trying to switch trains and go to buses with my luggage. It seems like a lot of people are just going to, opt to get an uber or rent a car so they don't have to deal with all that i um love the magical express because it has a lot of good memories for me i love watching the cartoons and the shows um, on the bus on the way there yeah and going through the sign like i love like when we're passing in and sometimes when they have um when the bus drivers do trivia like i have really good memories of you always being, like, a winner at the trivia, the Disney trivia questions. Like, a total, um, almost obnoxious (laughs) expert on the Disney questions. Um,
1: Yeah, the only thing I got wrong was Minnie because I forgot that Minnie came out with Mickey.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, we can find a different way. I'm not, like, dying because they took away the Magical Express. And, like, honestly, since COVID, we haven't flown Mm -hmm. anyway Uh, we don't know when people are gonna fly again so just I know I keep saying like the money side of things but maybe it just doesn't make sense from a money perspective for them to keep doing it Um, and I was reading this article it's like people keep saying uh, Disney's taking away all of these things but it's potentially that they could be doing these things so that they could bring back cast members who have been laid off um, by cutting corners other places so I love the Magical Express but if we can't take it I'm not like never going back to Disney which I see some people online say but that's not, not where I'm at
1: yeah I feel like for people that like live in different countries I'll be like that like if I lived in a different country I'll be like that because it's not like good transportation to move like to come from a different country and be there. And also, I like being able to get to the airport and right once I pass that kiosk for the Magical Express, I feel like I'm like really at Disney. And the TVs and the waiting line also have little trivia things. And all of that is pretty cool too. And I think that Brightline won't feel that Disney. Like, it'll, it, the Bright Line, like, I'm pretty sure has to go to other stops. Be, so, I don't think it will be, like, Disney-themed and have all the Disney, like, resort hotels, that information, like, on the TVs inside the train. And the drivers will probably be, like, more, like, more generic and stuff. Like, not cast members. And... Like, overall, won't be such a magical experience.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I think it'll be different, but also, if that's the line that goes to Disney, I'm sure there'll be some kind of theming, like how they wrap the buses, maybe they would wrap the trains, even though it wasn't Disney. Like, you see, I'm just saying, like, commuter trains in other cities, you see them wrapped in, like... The sports team of the area or like advertisements for the area or whatever so i can't imagine that disney wouldn't take advantage of that if that was going to be like one of the main ways that people get to the parks
1: yeah i feel i feel like that would be true um i think that they would do stuff with the bright line and like make it disney because i didn't even know that mirrors operated the magical express until they announced it was going away and the, the magical express is like so overall themed that you can't even really tell it's a mayor's bus yes you can tell it's like a tour bus but it they make it feel disney and i and there's just that happiness you kind of feel when you get on that bus and they're like i'm gonna get to my disney hotel I can just walk up to the kiosk, check in and go to my hotel room without having to worry about lugging all your luggage. Like,
2: yeah, that'll be something I miss is the luggage being delivered to the room.
1: I feel like they probably would keep that, but I'm not totally sure they
0: would. We still might have a way to do that. Like I said, like we have, there's a whole year. Before it actually ends. They've only announced that it's ending.
1: <laughs> like a so, luggage car on the Brightline, or they would keep doing it with the mirrors. Yep. And also, I think that it wouldn't... I mean, it's probably all the licensing with mirrors that cost the money. Because I think Disney has their own, like, biodiesel site. And all of their coaches are powered by biodiesel because... At the resort hotel I was looking that a lot of the energy that is produced at Disney World and a lot of the food that can be donated is donated and all the and the food that isn't donated is put into like electrical plants and biodiesel plants and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Um so, but that's time. We have to move on. And, well, and the last thing I'll be going away are extra magic hours. Extra magic hours is also a service for Disney hotel guests. So, extra magic hours is when Disney resort hotel guests get to come an hour too early and stay an hour too late. I think the resort hotel TV shows the extra magic hours for the day. But we do not know. And pretty soon it will be replaced by early park admission. And we. I don't think this is really good. I would like to know if you think it's good because it's only 30-minute early park admission. And I don't think that's very good.
0: Yeah, so extra, extra magic hours were at certain parks during the week where it will be open for like an hour or two early or it would close an hour too late just for uh, resort guests. So if you're staying on property at a Walt Disney World resort, you could either come early to that park or stay late at that park. Um, but I think this move is much more about um, trying to keep capacity sort of even between the parks and like not encouraging a surge of capacity at one park over another while they're trying to balance that. <laughs> because if, especially with limited park hours, so if, let's say we keep all the parks open till seven or eight o'clock, but then you let extra magic hours at Magic Kingdom till like 11 and you have to get a park pass for that day, everyone's gonna go to Magic Kingdom. Um, and I don't think that that's like tenable for them to keep doing. Although I will say that the 30-minute early park access doesn't seem like a great benefit because my understanding is that most times they'll open the gates of the park 30 minutes early anyway for everyone. So I'm not really sure what that means. Um,
1: Yeah. If all hotels were at capacity, there are about 27,000 rooms. So... I think it probably does keep the surge of rope drop a little down because probably at least a fifth of those people are willing to come to Disney early. So they would take off at least like one fifth of all the people trying to get there at rope drop and like taking less on the surge. And having it, like, take less time to get into the parks and things. Like, not, like, mile-long lines at the park entrance at Rope Drop. Yeah, I mean... On busy days, yeah.
0: To me, this one's not that much of a bummer because I don't feel like we've ever really planned our trips around, like, we absolutely have to be at this park on Extra Magic Hour Day. Especially when the park stayed open late normally. Because in the back of our mind, we knew if we went on extra magic hour day, then they're probably going to be the most crowded. (laughs) Like, that's the day that park is going to be the most crowded, you know, that day of the week. So, I don't know.
1: Normally, I didn't know that too many people went when it was, like, extra magic hours. I just remember, like, going to Magic Kingdom, and Magic Kingdom normally closes at 10, we'd be there at, like, 12 or something. But mm-hmm. that's normally because we would go for Mickey's uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which I think ends at 12.
0: Yeah, it's very similar but a little bit different because then for Mickey's Not-So-Scary, they um, I think they basically, your park passes stop working, like your park tickets stop working if you're not there for that special event. So that kind of pushes people out around like 4 or 5 in the afternoon.
2: Yeah, I can't remember us making Extra Magic Hours a focus of our trip. Um, I feel like the first time we went back because of COVID, there was an Extra Magic Hours thing that we did take advantage of because we wanted to be at the parks later, but maybe I'm not remembering that right. I just don't. um, I guess it's a big deal if you're, like, coming... And you only have a few days to be there and if they hadn't brought park hopper back um then it would be more of a big deal but this one doesn't bother me either
1: yeah i do like staying late but this last trip i like was like "Ah, i just want to go home at at like probably like seven when it stays open till like eight because I was staying up till New Year's on our last trip, and I was tired the rest of the time.
0: Yeah, New Year's will take it out of you. What do we have next?
1: Well, what everybody's been waiting for—the rides and attractions. Woo! <laughs> the new attractions we are talking about are Tron Light Cycle Power Run, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Our first up is Tron Light Cycle Power Run. It, we know if it if it is going to be an exact clone of the one in Shanghai, we know it'll be fast, very fast. And sa- but sadly, Imagineers have said they probably won't resume construction until late 2021, and that also means that the Walt Disney World Railroad will not be open. For probably most of
0: twenty twenty one. At I, least. I did see a story today that they've started resuming putting some tracks down in front of the um it what's not a the Fancy Land uh Walt Disney World Railroad Station. So it looks like they have at least resumed construction on that area. So there were rumors that they might reroute the train so it wouldn't have to be held up quite as long. So I'm hoping that might be a sign. Uh, that we won't have to wait until 2022 to get back on the railroad while we're waiting for Tron to wrap up. Yeah,
1: I feel like not only is the railroad mm-hmm. a big staple of Walt Disney World, it's also a very useful way to get around the parks because it's magical. It's like an attraction, but it's like you can still like take the train from Main Street to Frontierland and get there by just sitting down and maybe almost as quick.
2: Well, I think it's good <clears throat> if your feet are killing you, you can just get on the railroad and move from one section of the park to the other. It feels like we always uh, used to get on it. I remember getting on it um, on Main Street, like the race platform, which was like super cool. And then... Um, I remember getting off of it a lot at Splash Mountain, getting on and off of it at Splash Mountain, I think to go over to Barnstormer. Um, mm-hmm. So I like the railroad a lot and I can't wait until they bring it back.
0: Me too. It's like I, the last couple years as it's been shut down, it just hasn't completely felt the same. Cause I think what my favorite thing to do is like run to Frontierland, try to ride Splash and uh, Thunder, And then jump on the railroad and then, like, go over to Adventureland. No, not Adventureland, but Fantasyland. To get on, like, Barnstormer and, you know, walk over to Tomorrowland save some steps. But, um, plus it's just classic Disney World (laughs) kind of a feel. Like, it's such a tribute to Walt and, like, his vision to have that railroad there. For it to be gone that long is just kind of, (laughs) I don't know. Hurry up. That's what I have to say. Hurry up with the train.
1: Yeah, just like Disneyland being closed for like two years. Um, Also, Tron will... Also, Tron Light Cycle Power Run will be very high-tech. And I think using mirrors, screens, and like many different things will make it seem like you're erasing, like, the people next to you or behind you. Or you're erasing somebody. Hmm. And... I think, and it will be fast. Probably one of the fastest rides ever built in Disney World. And I believe this ride will be very fun for many thrill seekers.
0: Hmm. I just, I don't really know much about it. So I don't have any expectations. Um, I mean, I've seen the construction progress. I'm still not completely sure if it's 100% indoors. Is it somewhat outdoors? Because it looks like some of the track is exposed. Um, it's both. A little bit of both. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be super fun. I'm curious to know, will this be the new fastest coaster at Walt Disney World? Um, I guess we may have to wait and see. I, th- um, I think
1: it will because it, I think it's a clone of the one in Shanghai. So I think it might just be, might be just as fast as the one in Shanghai. Which will be very cool because that will be even faster than Test Track at 60 miles per hour. And at with a top speed of 65 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. But due to time restrictions, we have to move on to the second one we have, which is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. There's better news for this ride as Imagineers have been pushing this ride a lot. So maybe we'll be done sometime in twenty one. Twenty one, Guardians of the Galaxy, coaster, will be using an Omni coaster ride vehicle. It is the first of its kind, and if you know rides like Haunted Mansion, and the Seas with Nemo and Friends, that is an Omni mover, an Omni people mover. If you know what a people mover is, and it moves around to show different scenes, like kind of turns to show different scenes. An omni coaster is just that, but it will be doing that while being a roller coaster. Sounds awesome, right? I would like to elaborate on this coaster as it is very high tech and includes a reverse launch.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, what does that even mean? A reverse launch means you start off on the platform and you, like Everest, you go backwards, but you start out on the platform and launch off backwards <laughs> instead of forwards.
0: Hmm, that sounds pretty cool. So, I'm I'm trying to... I mean, there's nothing really to compare this ride to. I'm kind of comparing it... To the
1: you, Harry Potter ride?
0: Well, kind of like if you've ever ridden Escape from Gringotts at Universal Studios Orlando, or if you've ever ridden... Um, The Mummy, (laughs) also at Universal, that that seems to be the closest comparison, but I feel like Disney is really trying to set this apart from even those rides. So um, We did see some photos last week that the uh, ride vehicles were being transported to the park, so I would expect that they should probably start installing and testing soon, so maybe even get it open during the 50th anniversary.
1: Yeah, which is October 1st, which is also kind of cool because I think it will be Epcot's, uh, I think it would be Epcot's, it would be 1982, so that would be Epcot's 40th? Next, I guess next year would be Epcot's 40th 42. anniversary. So this year we get... Magic Kingdom's 50th and Epcot's 30th, I think. I mean, 40th. I mean, next year we get Epcot's 40th. Okay, let's move on from the math.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We like magic way more than math, so let's keep going.
1: Yeah. We've got a couple more Niles to go. (laughs) (laughs) We're
0: going to wear that
1: one out. Okay, next. Um. Okay. And last but not least, Remy's Ride to Adventure. Like the Tron Coaster, this is a clone of another ride from an another park. This ride will use a trackless ride system and using 3D screens, smells, and other immersive technologies. This ride will shrink you down to the size of a rat, experiencing what Remy experiences in the movie Ratatouille. Dun-da-dun! It's dun, dun. Expl- So,
2: (laughs) I'm just gonna say that, first of all, I don't know if I watched Ratatouille when it originally came out. I just forgot about it. But when we rewatched it recently, I just totally fell in love with the plot and the movie. And he's so cute. And he's super cute. And I'm really excited about this ride. And uh, I think last time we were in the parks, we went to Epcot and. There's that part where they, like, show you all of the coming attractions and they kind of showed you um, how uh, the mice car goes in and shrinks down so that you're the vantage of um, Ratatouille and you're going through the kitchen as, as he would trying to survive. So I can't wait to check it out. And I think everything I've seen is saying it's, like, super close to being done, right? Like oh.
1: Yeah, I think they've stopped using hard hats. We saw in the – there was a picture – that they released with somebody like being able to explore it, and some people noticed that they weren't wearing hard hats, which means they're like done with testing, and all they need to do is like hire. They need to hire the cast members and train them. Cool.
0: Yeah, I saw. Um, well, the, the I think the final sign is up. Uh, they also I think just this week re- uh, released a whole bunch of new Ratatouille and Remy merchandise in epcot um <laughs> so i mean we could that. be potentially within weeks of opening this there i don't think there's a set release date and i'm sure that they want to get it open in 2021 as early as they can um i think yeah. it will be cool
1: i believe this ride will be a lot like toy story land but probably even more immersive and if you really know your history Journey through inner space, but you go through this microscope and an omni mover ride, which this is kinda going to be because it's trackless and can move all around like a car basically. And we'll be able to go through all the scenes naturally and like runway railway where you're like doing the conga and stuff. So <laughs> I believe. Journey Through Inner Space was where you go through a microscope and you go, you shrink and shrink and shrink until you get to like atom level and eventually you would come back out. I think this closed in like the early 90s and opened in like the 70s or something, but that's enough of that and you should expect Remy's to Adventure to open around summer of 2021. And that's it on the Backside of Water podcast. And thanks for watching. And as you leave the boat, watch your head. And if you watch your head and miss your step, watch your language. (laughs) That's all, folks. Bye. (laughs) Bye.